Hi, my name is Kathleen Miner. I am founder and president of Hopeful Handbags, a global nonprofit 501c3 and charity organization. We give hope and support to women who have gone through domestic violence and other detrimental situations. It's time to raise awareness that domestic violence is not okay and that there is help and support all over the world. You can donate money, handbags, or necessities that will give hope to these amazing women. Never underestimate the power of hope. If you or your business would like to become a corporate or local sponsor anywhere in the world of Hopeful Handbags, please contact me at hopefulhandbags.org. That's hopeful, H-O-P-E-F-U-L-L, or kathleenminer.com. And you too can give hope. Hello and welcome to Manifesting Magic in Your Everyday Life with Kathleen on WSOS 103.9 FM St. Augustine, 95.5 FM Ponte Vedranocati, and from everywhere or anywhere on stagustineradio.com. So, who is the guest today? So, I have Tim Allison here with me today. Tim, can you hear us? I got you loud and clear. All right. So, let me just tell you a little bit about Tim. Now, Tim is the executive director and has his own show called Screw the Naysayers. And I actually really love that name. <laughs> so that's awesome. <laughs> and he has a book by the same title, correct? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And just that name in itself means a lot because so many people pay attention to what those people who may not agree with what they're doing or have a problem with it. And then therefore they give up on their dream. So I, the name itself, Um, I'm just going to read just a quick little blurb about you and then you can tell us a little bit more about you. So when Tim was 31 years old, he walked away from a six figure income and moved into a tiny fishing village in rural Nova Scotia. Is it pretty cold there? It's kind of cool and, and and wet these days, but I mean, given what's going on everywhere else in North America, it seems like we're kind of taking this weather okay. Yeah, it's pretty hot. I mean, I think well, yesterday my car. Now let me just tell you, it was sitting in it was sitting in parked, um, but it was said one seventeen, and yeah. on the way here it said a hundred. <laughs> So I I think a little cool down would be awesome. No, no thanks. Yeah, right? (laughs) So you were told time and time again that your business would fail. And when your sales passed $10 million, the naysayers disappeared. So uh, during your journey, you learned that the support of even one person can counter the voices of 100 naysayers or more. So Screw the Naysayers is a funny, unapologetic call to action. And the book will challenge you to ignore all the naysayers in your life and focus on the things that you want. As an added bonus, it may also give you a virtual kick in the butt. The message (laughs) is simple. Know the life you want and have the courage to live it. And I even put that on our post today when I posted that you were going to be on the show because I really relate to that. And I love that because I'm thinking about it is know the life you want, because if you don't have clarity, then you don't know what you want and how are you going to get it. And then once you have that clarity, have the courage. So what is it? What made you come up with saying that know the life you want and have the courage to live it? You know, Kathy, I mean, it, honestly, that that came from my own experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's the the challenge is is that that people the reason they struggle so much to actually answer the first part of that question, like you know, what is it you really want? Yeah, is that we have we've as a society, and I can say this that it's a global problem, just based on the you know with all the people I've spoken to on my show, mm-hmm. we've just got this this almost pandemic belief that life is about settling that there are certain things that we can't do you know and and look i'm not going to tell i was talking to a good buddy of mine today he's like five foot one and Uh 40 years old i mean he cannot manifest himself into being an nba basketball star (laughs) um and i get that but um the, the the real issue about you know the first part of it is is that until you sort of get rid of all those self limiting beliefs and start to believe that that you know that you can create a life with you know which aligns with the things that you really care about. So in my case, it was the job I had that six figure income is. I, to be honest, it was I was in the top two percent of wage earners in the country of Canada at that time. Oh, wow. I mean, and so you're talking, you know, I'm 61, folks. So you're going back 30 years, but people did not quit jobs like that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and and so that's the first part of it. Everybody thought I just was certifiably insane, um, but I was miserable. 
you know, I mean, I had two kids growing up without a father. Even when I was around, I was in a foul mood. I was mm -hmm. drinking way too much alcohol, um, you know, and, and to dealing with the stress. I mean, I was a lousy, you know, I can say now I was a lousy husband and everything else. And, and there are so many people out there. So here we are 30 years later, and I hear every day from people on social media in response to my show or something I've posted in social media saying that they're stuck in the same spot. You know, mm -hmm. that, that, that their job has become toxic or that, you know, they know that there's no such thing as job security anymore. But but rather than take control of things, they get they get fearful. And it's because they just have been conditioned to, to not be able to believe, um, you know, that they can get what they want in life or, you know, or, or at least achieve a uh, achieve a life that you know that like i said aligns with the things you care about so i wanted to live in the in this little fishing village which is where my wife's from <laughs> i awesome. wanted to have the ability to choose my own working hours now i don't want to be um, deceitful here i worked my butt off to get to those 10 million in sales yeah i'm not one of these guys that prescribes to the thing that you can just lie on a beach sipping cocktails and <laughs> and selling stuff that you don't even care about and the money's going to roll in well maybe you can I haven't seen very many people that can actually do it, but I wouldn't want to do it anyway. Right. I mean, I, I desire to be making a difference and all that kind of stuff. But I did want to be able to say if the my, you know, I'm in Canada, so my son played hockey. I mm -hmm. wanted to be able to say, no, I don't have to worry about somebody telling me I can't make that game. Because right. if I, you know, it's me that makes that decision. And the, the courage part of it is, is uh, it kind of relates back to um, someone, it might even you guys in, in sort of the pre-prep, but the question was sort of like, what really pisses you off or makes you angry. Yeah. Um, and what makes me really angry is all these people out there whose actions don't align with their words. So they're saying, I really want a great life. I want a better job. I'm going to start my own business. I want independence. I want income. I want to make an impact. The most overused word <laughs> or one of the most overused <laughs> these days. Words. Yeah. 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 Um, but then you say, well, what are you doing about it? Well, you know, time isn't right now. You know, and it, what it comes down to is lack of courage, you know, because that's the other problem we have. Like, gosh, good gosh, I mean, we have a school system um, that absolutely penalizes, uh, you know, people for, for thinking outside the box, for trying different things um, and, and a failure. So if somebody said, I struggle with art, but I'd really like to take a, you know, for the school districts that still have it, I'd like to take a drawing class or something like that. And that kid comes home with a C or something, uh, you know, whatever the grades are, um, you know, on the report card. The parents tell them, oh, that's that was really dumb. You know, you need to get good grades. You want to get into college because that's the only way you can be successful. All this kind of stuff. Instead of saying, well, good on you. Right. You tried something. And maybe somewhere down the line, that's something that, you know, that, that some creative element in your life is going to be important. So we've just, you know, created a, you know, in generations where we're continuing to repeat generation after generation of setting people up with the expectation that failure is bad, that life is about settling, that, you know, you just have to suck it up and, and do what, um, you know, pretty much what, what everybody else does, which is, you know, do the nine to five or whatever it might be. Um, and, you know, it just, it doesn't have to be that way. I've been my own boss for 31 years, you know, and, and, um, uh, I, I've said for years, I'm chronically unemployable. I could never go back. And right. <clears throat> I have to be with you on that one. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. Um, these days, as far as there's failures, right? But now I think from what you're saying, and I know from my own experience as well, it's those failures that have actually led me to where I am today into following things that I love to do. See, you know, I ask this question a lot of my guests, and, and there's an obvious pattern here. You know, it, it's it's undeniable. When you get somebody to a certain age, like, say, 40 or above, uh -huh. and you ask them to look back at the pivotal moments in their life, the things that really, you know, defined um, points in their life where they made changes that, that had a big impact on, you know, on who they are today – they almost invariably, aside from things like, you know, the day you met your partner or whatever, fell in love, birth of a child, those things. But yeah. just from a, a life learning experience, we always point. We always point to something that when it was happening at the time, we wanted to wish it away. Yeah. It was horrible. Oh, I, you know, I was like I was in agony in those last year and a half, two years and, you know, in that in that sales job. I mean, I, I'm convinced that I would be 
would have been dead or divorced within five years, maybe <laughs> both, maybe faster. I mean, I was I was really, really struggling. So I hated it. I just wanted, you know, this everything to go away. Um, and yet, you know, when I look back now, I realize that that was the genesis of, of, you know, giving me the kick in the butt that that actually might even have saved my life. Because I've talked to so many people who stay stuck in those bad situations until they have a big infrastructure rattling event. Mm-hmm. Like maybe there is a divorce. Maybe there is a heart attack or something like that, that, you know, that really, you know, the wake up call is a lot harder than just I really feel like crap. Um, you know, so, I mean, um, it's always those points where we failed or we struggled, where we where we'll point and say that actually turned into, you know, one of the most positive things that, had, you know, that had ever happened to me. Um, now, so, and that's, I feel we have an obligation. I, I really do. Like, you know, this this show is a perfect example of it. Look at the potential reach between, you know, the, all the different ways you distribute it and the, the way I'll be able to also push mm-hmm. and everything like we talk to a lot of people and we can talk to a lot of people every day. I live in a community where, like, my wife's grandparents growing up around here, uh-huh. I talk in one day on one podcast episode to probably 10 or 100 times more people than they met in their entire life. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. We've got the power here. So I feel, I honestly feel it's irresponsible if we don't get out there and start talking about this stuff. stuff. And, you know, the screw the naysayers is, is let's face it, I just, I have zero tolerance for somebody who wants to... Uh, you know, cast stones. My, my one of my one of my guests on my show is Marcus Aurelius Anderson, and he woke up at age forty. He was he was paralyzed from the neck down. He'd been injured in a training accident, getting ready wow. to go overseas with the U.S. military. He was paralyzed from the neck down and been told he would that was going to be the, the the way he would be for the rest of his life. He was divorced and he was broke. Now today he's going around the world leading. Um, you know, uh, motivational, uh, you know, workshops. He's walking out onto that stage. He's actually integrating sessions where he teaches martial arts because he's now a student of a disciple of Bruce Lee and all, all, you know, all of this kind of stuff. And Marcus said to me, he said, you know what? The the, the loudest boos come from the cheapest seats, you know? Yeah, it really, that. it really resonated with me. We're giving way too much power to to folks like if you want to throw your life away that's your own business i mean i you know i'm not going to waste my breath trying to change your mind if you're in that space but you have no right to to uh, you know reflect or or try to impose your view of the world on other people and especially on you know on younger generations so that's the other thing that i get ticked off at as a boomer mm-hmm. i have zero tolerance for all of the my my fellow you know folks in that same age group that are out there saying uh, all these lazy millennials and they're entitled. And I mean, this is a generation of, first of all, it's a generation that's doing exactly what we taught them to do because we sent them to school and we told them to sit down, shut up, and behave, be like, and just be like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. And wait for instructions. And when, when they, we also promised them that if they went to university, if they behaved in school, got good grades, went to college, that there would be a great job waiting for them. And of course, for 50% of that population right now, that's not true. Right. I mean, the stats are like that, and, it, and it's getting even worse. So we get mad at them because they're not entirely sure what to do when we've told them that what they should do is wait for somebody to tell them what to do. I mean, it's not on them. You're right. I mean, that that they, is they what we tell them. That That's what they were told. Yeah. I feel like the, the um, telling them that it's not okay to fail also, and also making sure that everybody stays on track with everybody else being average in the schools right i mean i'm hoping that that's getting better today although that's still somewhat what i see but that's something that has created what we're do what people are like right now right but sure teaching them that it's limitless and that they can do absolutely anything is what i feel that our job like you had said is to throw out there and let everybody know. But there's also comes down to the parents as well um, of these kids. And I know we're not just talking about kids. We're talking about people in their thirties, forties, fifties, but you know, it's just our job as well to, as a parent or a grandparent to pass this on to our kids and grandkids. Yeah. We can do absolutely anything. I do also like what you talked about settling. Um, I always say that I do not settle. Settle is some settling is something that just, I don't do and I encourage my kids not to settle because then that's just mediocre. That's just 
you're in the middle then in your average and you're on a plateau. I feel like settling is when you're stuck. And it's not always a bad thing, depending on where you came from, right? If you were down lower than that, then eh, settling for a little while and being content might be okay. But just for a little while, while you're getting yourself together. And you see the beautiful thing, you know, Kathleen, is because you're, you know, you're setting that example. The thing that I find very hypocritical are all these parents out there telling their kids, you can do anything, you know, but the reality is they're not, their actions, the life they're living suggests the exact opposite. Right. They're coming home clearly frustrated from work around the dinner table, you know, moaning and groaning about somebody at work that's a pain to get along with or how, you know, difficulties in life or maybe arguing or whatever. I mean, you know, when Seth Godin was on my show, I mean, he made the absolute point. It's terrifying to some parents because I asked him what advice he would have for parents of young kids today. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, this guy's pretty smart. Mm -hmm. (laughs) In 19 best-selling books, there's a, there's a reason for it. eh? Mm -hmm. And he said, well, the first piece of news I have for you, if your kids are over the age of eight, they're not listening to you anymore anyway. And so he says, you know, what we need to be what parents need to be doing is 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 in those early years is to be talking to them about the foundational stuff, like making sure that they realize that and get way more praise if they do something to help somebody else. Teach them that there's value in, in caring for other people. True. Teach them that there's value for standing up for somebody that might be weaker or if there's somebody that's been ostracized or left outside the group, those kind of things. And, you know, but then he goes on further to say that the parents' job after that is just to set the example. Because what the kids do, and, and I can testify to this, I've got kids that are 35 and, and 31. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not going to say they don't somewhat listen to me, but for the most part, they don't. But the one thing that I know for sure, <laughs> they're still watching everything I yes. do. Yes. Yes. And and they're watching your kids are watching everything you do. And mm-hmm. if they see you living the way you're telling them to live, then there's a good chance they're going to do it. If they see you telling them to do something, you know, oh, anything's possible, just not for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the people that say I'm staying in this bad job that I hate for my kids, I want to throttle them. <laughs> you just don't get it. So buy them one less iPad or iPhone or, or whatever the heck it is. And prove to them that living a life that feels right to you, that's important, that aligns with your values and all those kinds, that's the most important thing. And, and, and you know, I'm just calling people out. I, I, just, I just, at this stage, I just, I, I don't do it. it to be confrontational. <laughs> yeah. We, we just have to say, that's not cool. Well, I think it's about being real is what everybody should be anyway. So I love that about you <laughs> because that's the way I feel. I mean, that's the way I am as well. Um, and I think that if more people were like that, although sometimes, like you said, too, there's, it's not worth sometimes even, you know, wasting your breath on it, but depending on the person. But when you were talking about people, them, you know, watching, you know, so that your kids are watching you and that's really what you can tell them all day long, but it's what they're seeing. And you were saying if you're in a job that's miserable and this and that. And one thing that I always like to think about and throw out there to people is that even if you are in a job that you really don't like, like you're miserable, at least be working towards what you think you do love. So even if, like you said, buy one less iPad, you know, maybe you don't have the flashy car right now. I, I see, and I wanted to know your thoughts on this, that um, some people aren't getting what they desire in life because their priorities aren't straight. So oh, sure. they think of staying <laughs> in this job because they're making money so that they can buy this, 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 and this. But if they didn't buy all these extras, then they could then reevaluate, maybe, you know, have some more flexibility. Right. I run into it. I run into it every day, Kathleen. I mean, you know, in the other aspect of my business, I, you know, I I will advise and mentor, you know, people that are transitioning out of the military or out of corporate jobs and want to move into Mm self-employment. And it's crazy. I I, I was talking to, you know, an individual like a week and a half ago, and and he was telling me all about all his plans and what he really wanted and, you know, and how, you know, if he could only get a little bit of help here and a little bit of help there. And, and, um, you know, so I started talking to him. I said, look, you know, the good news is, is that it's never been easier to start a business. And, you know, especially businesses built around your idea, a special message or a skill. But you still can't start that that business with no money. Like, it's just it costs you a lot less than it would to open a restaurant or, or some other business. But then he says, oh, yeah, but I mean, I don't have any I can't I can't afford to put any money into any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, what what I you know, what I, he wasn't clear when I was interviewing him. 
before I went into the interview with him, mm-hmm. he took up his, his uh, he was talking to me on a video call. He picked up his computer and he turned around and he showed me the skyline in downtown Toronto of the Sky Dome and the CN Tower in a condo that he's owned for 20 years that is worth at least a million dollars. And if he bought it 20 years ago, it was worth 200, maybe $150,000. Yeah. And the guy's sitting there saying, yo, yeah, but I mean, I got this bill to pay and I got that bill to pay. Look, I bet if I went into his house, I'd find 15 gadgets. And if he bought six instead of 15, he could have had his business started by now. (laughs) People just, they don't, they say one thing, they don't mean it. And, and they, and they also, like you say, they get so fixated on, well, I have to have this income to, I have to have this level of car. Um, I have to have this new technology. I mean, this phone isn't cool anymore. Um, and then they'll also spend the other thing they'll say, and you must, you know, see this around you all the time. Well, if I only had more time to work on whatever it is, I'm trying to change mm-hmm. fitness, for example, yeah. well, I don't have, I'd like to, but I don't have time. But then really, if you were able to go into their house, you'd see that they spend four hours binge watching Netflix five, six nights a week. It's just the action. <laughs> it's the action. That. Yeah. They so they can't find 45 minutes to an hour to go to a gym or to work out or to run or whatever the heck they want to do. Yeah. Well, it's- I'll tell you with fitness, you don't even have to have anything. All you need is a floor. You could just get up off the couch. I always try to tell people, I know this isn't what we're here to talk about. Let me just let me say, if you're sitting watching TV, you work out some on the commercials. You can get your TV watching in at the same time. I mean, we don't even have cable because we don't watch TV. But um, that's a great way to do it if you absolutely love shows. So you're right. There's always a way to do it. And I guess that's what, I mean, when it comes to things like that, it, you just have to maybe do some things that are a little bit uncomfortable. And I think you're 100% right when you say your kids are watching you. They are not listening to you all the time. Now, I think they're taking it in in their subconscious mind. And, and we're hoping that maybe when they're older, they might be like, oh, yeah, mom said that. Or, yeah, dad said that. Yeah, they were right. Um, but at least if they were watching you, they know the process of how to be happy and joyful in this life. And um, another thing that your kids watch is if you are in a relationship, say, that isn't healthy and it's toxic, whether it be with a partner or whether it be friends you hang out with, um, they're watching that. They are absolutely watching it. And they will then think it's okay to be in the same type of situation. Although now you might have a few of them that are like, you know what? They don't look very happy. So I think I'm going to go the other way. Those are that's awesome, but that's not typically the way it happens. Well, but I can even use my own my own experience there. I mean, yeah. you know, my my parents got divorced after thirty years, mm. but the last five six years when I was in that house in my late teens, mm-hmm. it was a war zone. Like there was no physical confrontation, right. but the hatred and the fighting and the crying and seeing my mother, you know, rest in peace, but you know, crawling along the floor, drooling like a dog because she was so upset about things and everything. That clearly, I didn't want any of those things in my relationship. So I, it, it did have the effect of of causing me to say, I'm, when I commit here and say I do, and it's coming up on 39 years, then I mean I do, and I'm going to work at it. Um, now that doesn't mean, you know, to the point that you were making about staying in a toxic relationship, right. but that screwed up my opinion about women for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. It really did because I saw, uh, you know, not knowing all of the uh, dynamics and everything, all I saw was this hysterical woman, you know, who's throwing herself around, dehumanizing herself and everything else. And I'm telling you what, it took me a long time to realize that, you know, that that isn't normal. You know? Right. And the or thing though, normal is, I don't care what normal is. That isn't what it's not what you, you know, what I would to ever do. want to see. Right. A, you know, a child. And and so they, I'd have been way better off if they had split years earlier. And right. said it's just not working, and but people stay together or stay in those relationships. Quote for the kids, unquote. Mm-hmm. And the psychological harm. I mean, I'm just not again not one of these people that says ah oh, the kids are adap-. yes kids are adaptable. But but if you're thinking that what they're observing isn't impacting their view of the world, then you know get your head out of the sand because they, it does. I totally agree with that. I have a charity called Hopeful Handbags, and we donate once loved handbags filled with necessities to women getting back on their feet again. And a lot of the places where we donate throughout the U S and now Canada actually as well is the abuse shelters. Yeah. And, um, I just give those women so much, I mean, credit. I commend them for leaving those relationships. 
um, because I know it's not easy. And the kids, it's good for the kids to just get out when, when they're in things like that. I mean, I know we kind of took this in a whole different direction, but it does sort of, it has a whole lot to do with creating your life on purpose, right? So if you're going to stay in things like that, or if you're just going to sit on the couch and binge watch TV for four hours, and you have this dream of doing something different, it's not going to happen. Right. <laughs> right. Um, he- go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was going to say the other theme that comes up so much in, you know, in my show that I think is, rel- you know, related to what you're talking about is people, I just want everybody to know that whatever your circumstances are today, mm-hmm. that does not have to and it should not define your future. I mean, I've talked to some people on my show, Kathleen, that have gone faced horrific, yeah. horrific things, you know, physical, sexual, mental abuses, you know, as, as children, both men and women, by the way. Yeah. Um, you know, rape, um, you know, uh, horrible health challenges, you know, with with, you know, with young kids and no, no ability to pay the bills and everything. Or my friend Marcus, you know, as I said, that was paralyzed and all those kind of things. But the thing is, is there's examples all around us of people that have just simply refused to let whatever you, we can't control always what what happens to us often sometimes we can oftentimes we can't right but you know even though it sounds trite and everything the reality is we have the capacity to control what we're going to do about it and mm-hmm. you know it, it, you you got two choices you can fall into that victim mode and and that's why i'm i'm i don't hand out sympathy you know, to people that are in tough situations. I will empathize to the extent that I can. Right. But I think the best thing you can do for people that are in tough spots like that is is inspire them through examples and to see how can I help you improve your situation. So it's that like, let's no worry no point in blaming or 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 worrying about what got you here. Right. But exactly. What yeah. could you do right now that would make things a little bit better or to start planning? You know, I mean, I talked to a woman on my show who was in an, you know, abusive, uh, a bit of an abusive relationship. But, you know, and it took her a little time to exit. But she started the plan the day she was only hit once. But she started the plan the day once she was enough. hit and, and never deviated from it and then was able to leave, you know, on better financial terms and all those kind of things. And, you know, so just, it, you know, it, it's just to realize that you're not as stuck as you as you, nobody is stuck. We all at least in the North American or the, even the Western developed economies, we all have choices. We could get up tomorrow morning and, and quit a job we hated. We could leave someone that we don't, you know, that we're a toxic relationship. Um, we could start a new business. We could go back to school. And we, it's just that sometimes we don't like the choices because we say, well, I don't like what I have now, but the fear of the unknown, the fear of the uncertain um, is, can be terrifying. Yeah, fear is big. And that's what you said at the beginning was the courage. So then we have to have the courage. But we're going to have to, um, we're almost out of time here. But I wanted to ask you one more quick question. Sure. What is the best advice you've ever been given? Oh, you know, son of a gun, that that's a, a bit of a tough one. I think it would go back to my my longest term mentor, um, Roy Zabrick. Rest in peace, Roy. But, you know, Roy's the guy who, who just made me understand that that you, you never have you should never think about things as a sacrifice so for me kathleen when i mm-hmm. quit that job yeah i felt as if i had sacrificed my career in order to spend my time with my family and for three years i said my goal is to put food on the table and a roof, keep a roof over the head mm-hmm. my head that's exactly what i did and when i when roy challenged me on that and i started realizing it's not a choice i can have both <laughs> that my life changed and i and I okay. just think never see things as choices. You can have what you want. Just find a way to do it. I love that. So everybody that's listening, take that advice too, because we could all have it. Um, Tim, I mean, I could sit here and talk to you all night long <laughs> because I want because I have lots of other things to say. So we're going to have to have you back on again. But we're going to go ahead and um, have to say goodbye. And let me just see. We're going to play a song here in a minute. And I'm Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking at something real quick. How do we get a hold of you? And I know we'll put this on our WSOS page, but is it your website, your um, LinkedIn? Yeah, well, look, I'm very active on LinkedIn, Tim Allison, but absolutely the easiest place to find me is just screwthenaysayers.com. Okay. Um, And everything, everything is there that you would need to reach out to me. Always interested in hearing from people and sharing experiences and all that kind of stuff. Yes, I love it. So thank you so much for being with us on Manifesting Magic in Your Everyday Life here in Northeast Florida and streaming 
everywhere around the world on staugustineradio.com. And this will also be uploaded in podcast and available on kathleenminer.com, iTunes, Spotify, and, you know, all of those other things. So thank you, Tim, and we'll talk to you soon. My pleasure. Bye. Welcome back to Manifesting Magic in Your Everyday Life with Kathleen on WSOS 103.9 FM St. Augustine, 95.5 FM Ponte Vedranocati, and from anywhere on staugustineradio.com. Okay, so we are here on live radio. I am Kathleen. We're here on Instagram now as well. So if you are listening to us live on the radio or on stanaugustineradio.com, you can go on to Instagram, and it is Kathleen, C-A-T-H-L-E-N-E underscore M-I-N-E-R, and you can watch us here. So I have Brendan next to me. He's my husband. Hey, Brendan. Can you say hey, hi? Guys. Yeah, you be close I'll to the mic. Close to the mic. Put my microphone over my No, you nose. have to be close to the mic. That way it looks like I'm okay, Rudolph. Well, anyway. So, yeah. So, anyway. Okay. So, so we come on at the... <laughs> <laughs> this is why my life is entertaining. I've got lots of reasons why my life is entertaining. He's one of them. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Okay. Oh, goodness. So, manifesting magic in your everyday life. At the end of the show, I like to talk about some ways that you can start creating your life on purpose. And today, we're going to talk about 10 simple steps that you can do to begin changing your life immediately, which will also begin to open up that flow, right? So, these aren't things that you have to do all at one time, just so you know. So the first thing is, why are you not happy? So if you feel like you need to change something, you're probably not happy about something, right? It doesn't have to be your whole life. It doesn't have to be everything. It might just be one or two things. Do you agree? Or what do you think about that, Brendan? I do. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, like your guest Tim said earlier, you know, he um, he was upset with his life enough that he figured he was going to be divorced or or dead in five years if he kept it up. So, yeah. You know, so obviously, he you can it. take those examples and and say, you know, people have have done changes and shifts and and it's worked. So uh, we should look for them as uh, examples. Yeah, exactly. But you have to know what you want to change before you can change it. So, what in your life do you feel like you'd like to change? What is that one thing, or maybe it's numerous things, but that makes you feel like you are unhappy or not in a good place, right? And, and the thing I wanted to mention about this is it's not always somebody, right? It's not always a place. Um, sometimes it's a habit. Sometimes it is a habit that you have that is not a good habit. It does not make you feel good, but you do it every day, every anyway, every single day, and you need to change it. So I was on the live the other day in my private Facebook group. By the way, ladies, if you want to join, please do. It's uh, Manifesting Magic with Kathleen. You can go to my business page and find it. But we talked about habits and how, you know, whether it's, I mean, sometimes people are, are drinking. They wake up the next morning, they don't feel good, right? They're taking drugs, thinking that they're going to feel better at that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe it's too much caffeine and your heart starts racing. I, it's just, there can be so many different things is all I'm saying. So when when you're unhappy about something, it doesn't just have to be one uh, person or it doesn't have to be about a job or it doesn't have to be about, you know, it, it can be about just a habit that you have that you need to acknowledge. Multiple habits. And you need to change. Um, so... Uh, number two, realize that you are the only one that has the power to do this and change it. You can only change what it is that is bothering you or change your situation. Somebody else cannot do it for you. Right now, I'm not talking about kids here. Okay. I'm talking about adults that have the decision, have decision making, right? And they have a choice. You always have a choice. Always remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Let's talk about number three, and you might have something to say. Come on in a little closer, so we can see you on Instagram. There you go. Break them. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> the next one is health. What is your health routine? This is important. By paying attention to your health, you can start to create a life you desire. Why and how? Because if you don't feel good, you're really not going to be radiating out at a good energy level, right? Not even just um, physical energy, but just your energy that you're putting out into the universe or the world or whatever you want to say. What do you think about that? Eat more kale. Eat more kale. What does that mean? Healthy foods, fitness, 
how you're eat feeling. Eat more cow. I was thinking eat more calories. No, not I was like, cow. well, that kale. no cow. C a l. Oh, kale. Oh my god. Cow? You said kale. I thought you meant cows, like calories. No, well, that's no, no, not no, no, always no, no. the case, but maybe for some people. We need to get you people. to the hearing testing. I know. We I, I we have like a little how, joke. Well, how all, tight are these things? We've been doing this for years. I'll tell Brendan like for Christmas or his birthday, I'm taking him to Happy Hearing. It was a place where we used to live that sold um, hearing aids. Yeah. When he didn't hear me. <laughs> it's selective. Selective listening. Then I figured out it was it's just selective survival. listening. It's a and, survival skill. And so that the um, hearing aid wouldn't it help. It helps you keep your marriage together. How many years talk, have we been married? By the way, I talk. I don't know. you got to keep track of that. How long have we been married? Wasn't it? I have to always do the Get bad. the calculator out. I know. This is what I do know. And I know we're getting off the subject here. But I do know that we met in 1998. That's oh, as so far as it goes. Well, yeah, you have to count backwards then. Okay. I say 1998, so we've been together for about two 21 centuries. years. I know. It's been the best two centuries of your life. Okay. See, That's I'm talking true. for him again. <laughs> okay. So health. So what are you eating? What is your exercise routine? Do you eat too little? Do you eat too much? Do you eat junk? Right? By changing these little things, you will start to feel better. Guess what happens when you feel better? You start to think happier thoughts. Right? You start to be not as grumpy. Right? Absolutely. Grumpy? Grumpy. Some people get grumpy. They do. They do. Um, so also get in shape. And are you overweight or do you not feel good? Here we go back again because of bad habits. If it's a bad habit, you are the only one that can change it. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Processed foods are bad. Eat, eat healthy foods. Yes, actually, that's absolutely right. And the right. drive throughs I don't know, maybe they have better choices. I Mama always said to have a balanced diet. You know, it's very interesting. Um, well, it's not really that interesting, but our younger kids, because we have two older kids, some of you guys who hear us all the time, here's talk about it, 27, 25, 15, and 13, and our two younger kids, I think, have been to like a fast food restaurant maybe twice, right? And, the, and, and, that, and one of them was like a sports party. Or something. So we had to go. But it's just interesting because when the older kids were younger and I was working full time and then three jobs, I mean, you know, it just was what it was. It's convenient. That's why they're, it was, that's it why is. they're so it, successful. It absolutely it is. is. But yeah. but I'm just saying that nowadays um, there's so many healthy choices that are fast choices and there used to not be. Yeah, it's better. Back in the day. Sure. I mean, well, I mean, I'm not that. Well, there were always healthy choices, but they took longer to make, right? You had to actually cook it, and if you were busy working. Okay, number four, let's move on. Stop doing at least one thing you know you should not be doing. Whether it's sitting on the couch watching four hours of TV, like Tim Allison was talking about, binge watching something, right? I mean, get up and move. You must get up and move. So if you have a dream, if you have something you want to do and something you desire to do, you know, get rid of that one bad habit, just one. So we're not saying you have to do all 10 of these things. Start with one and you'll start to see things take off. This one I love and I love to talk about this a lot. This is number five. Reevaluate who you hang out with. You are the sum of the five people that you are around. Do you agree with that? The sum? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you add them up add them and up look at them five. all together. Yeah, okay. I guess, oh, is that average? Yeah, well, yeah. That's the average. Yeah. It depends okay. on what... What's this, what's the scoring system? I don't do math system? anymore, so one out of I stopped 10. doing that a while ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, but I mean, really, yes, the, the people you are around will raise or lower your vibrational frequencies. That's absolutely. He gets it, yeah. and this is the thing: is that I always say to don't count family members that you live with because you really can't do anything about that. Um, so try not to count them in your five, but really try to protect yourself if they're negative people. Um, okay, so we're gonna play a, a really quick song, and we're gonna be back with the rest of the five. What number are we on? We're on five. We're gonna be on six. Oh, I thought we were still on four. Okay, talk to you in a minute. All right. Welcome back to Manifesting Magic in Your Everyday Life. We are here in Northeast Florida, in St. Augustine, to be exact, and which is the oldest city in the nation. Those of you that are listening and on staugustineradio.com and watching us on Instagram or later on watching us on Facebook, you know that that is where we are. We are in the oldest city. So it's actually awesome. We have the, the ocean here. I mean, I could just go on and on. Um, but I wanted to bring up a little analogy that somebody on Instagram just compared 
getting through a painful experience. So they said getting over a painful experience is much like crossing monkey bars. You have to let go at some point in order, in order to move forward. And that is so true. You, you can't keep hanging on to that old, quote, baggage or that painful experience if you want to move forward. You have to let go. And it's not going to be easy, right? Because if you guys have done monkey bars, when, especially when you were younger, and you have your whole body weight hanging there, and to go to the next one, you're like, okay, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it, and you kind of reach forward. So that's a great analogy. I love that. And that is change underscore YLS, who threw that one on there. So go check them out on Instagram. Okay, number six on uh, the 10 simple steps to begin changing your life immediately, which will open your flow to manifesting the life that you desire. I know these sound really basic, but I am telling you that some people just don't do this. They just don't. Okay, <clears throat> so what is your hygiene routine? <clears throat> I mean, I'm not asking minute, you that's specifically. That's a really personal question on the radio. <clears throat> Excuse on, me. On air. Well, I'm hoping you take showers. Um, so it sounds crazy, but... <laughs> No, seriously, like make sure you make sure you you are clean, like make sure you take care of yourself because, you know, people get in a rut. Maybe you've not been there or maybe it's been a long time. <clears throat> maybe some people, but, but I'm sure somebody listening knows what I'm talking about. You get in a rut and you don't even feel like getting up and taking a shower. You're like, why? I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> but do it anyway. That's all I'm saying. Do it anyway. And you know what you can do while you're taking that shower? Cleanse off all of the negativity. Let the water run over you and go right down the drain. Do you like that? Do I you... was wondering what you were going to say. <laughs> okay. so What's, what's number seven? <laughs> anyway, what I know that sounds seven? silly, but it's true. Okay, number seven. Do you get regular checkups, medical and dental? And the reason why is this is really important to be healthy. And catching things quickly. Mm -hmm. And because if you do not have your health, what do you have? Not much. Right? I mean, yeah. Really, if no, you don't feel good, uh, it affects every single thing in your life. It affects the people around you. So please, please, please take care of yourself because you, you want to be able to create the life that you desire, but we want you to be healthy because that's the only way that you're going to be able to live to do it. Well, particularly after you've worked so hard to manifest the magic in your life, you, you want to be able to enjoy it and not have destroyed your health getting to that manifestation. Right, and that goes back to those bad habits too. Yeah. So um, I talk about this in the 30-Day Self-Perception Makeover book, and we have a course coming out. So you guys keep your ears and eyes peeled because that will be absolutely awesome. It's a do-it-yourself course, but there's a lot that goes into that. But stand up straight. There have been scientific studies now. Brendan, who um, he's he's in the medical field, so you'll like this one. There have been scientific studies showing that good posture, sitting up straight, standing up straight, actually boosts your self confidence, and you are more successful at the things, getting the things that you desire, and more successful in life. Did you know that? Well, yeah, no, I believe that. I, I think that's, you know, if you ever see the men and women in the military, they all land up. They're standing straight yeah. up. They're at attention, you know. Uh, and they've got a big ready. job ahead of them, they're right? Ready to, yeah, exactly. And, and I, they, I believe yeah. that. <clears throat> so make sure you sit up. You know, um, what I talk about on uh, Facebook in my group, sometimes we've talked about this. See, you are taller than me. Um, but he's trying to sit up taller than me, those of you that can't see us, because he's taller than me anyway, so it's going to happen. But... Um, when you set a little alarm on your phone for like every two hours and let it just go off and check your posture. That's all you have to do. Check your posture every time it goes off. And you'll realize it's amazing. You realize that, oh my gosh, I am slouching some, or especially these days with the computers and cell phones and things like that, you tend to be sitting or walking, looking down and you slouch everything. So stand up straight. It actually does. It opens your flow, opens your flow to manifest. Um, the other thing is kind of, you know, it doesn't have to do with hygiene, but it has to do with what you're wearing. Um, make sure you wear some things that feel good to you. You right? wear those clothes after you take your shower. 
Exactly. Which is hygiene number the six. The clean clothes yes. after you. And We're I, rolling here. Yeah. Aren't we? Well, we are because these are little things that you can do. Not only does it start to open your flow to create the life that you desire because you feel better, it it goes towards a healthy self perception. And we talk about a self, your healthy self perception being the base of manifesting. If you do not have a healthy self perception, what is a healthy self perception? What is self perception? Self perception is what you think and feel about yourself, not what anybody else thinks and feels. Right. So. That is the base. And all of this goes towards that base of manifesting your life on purpose. So number 10 is get out of the house more. Because when you get out of the house more, even if you don't feel like it, go outside. Even if you don't want to get in your car and go anywhere, go for a walk around the block, down the driveway, whatever. Um, And if you see somebody along along the way, guess what you should do? Wave. Compliment them. Oh, sorry. Compliment them. So, um, well, you can wave too, but complimenting them is really good. Do you know why complimenting somebody raises your energy vibration? Because they compliment you back. Well, yeah, they might. But even if they don't, Makes you feel good. <clears throat> yes, even if they don't, when you compliment somebody, you are radiating out a higher energy level because you are excited to tell them, oh, my gosh, your eyes are beautiful. I love your shirt. I don't know. You can even say the sun is out today. Isn't it amazing? Right. But you're directing it towards them. And then what even if they don't say anything back to you, you know that they are really feeling good about whatever you said because you're paying attention to them and you have acknowledged that they are there. So that goes both ways, whether they say something back to you or not. And if they do compliment you and you don't know what to say, what should you always say? Thank you. Exactly. So a simple thank you when somebody compliments you is awesome. Um, A lot of people I find like to be kind of, it's hard for them to take a compliment. So somebody will compliment them. They'll be like, oh yeah, thanks. Well, I just got out of bed like this or, you know, whatever. Don't even go there. (laughs) Just say thank you. Okay. That keeps the the energy levels high. Um, The little extra bonus is to do something that scares you, right? And it doesn't have to be like jumping out of an airplane, right? But if you do, make sure you have a parachute make sure you're with somebody, you know, that's responsible. Um, But maybe a phone call that you've been putting off making, right? Maybe um, an email, I mean, maybe it's that person at the, uh, I don't know, at the movie theater that you see every time and you want to talk to them. I don't know. It can be anything. Person, person at your work that you'd like to hang out with and be friends with. What are we trying to do with this again? This is the bonus. <laughs> What's the This is do something that scares you. Oh. Yeah. yeah every like, Do something that scares you every day if you can. If you want to do this once like a week, it's fine. Sweating? Like sweating, what do you mean? Scares you. What are you scared? Like, like that you're gets afraid you to do that makes you uncomfortable. Exactly, oh. gets you out of your comfort so zone. So it does make you sweat. It's like the fitness. if you're a sweater, fitness. it'll make you sweat. I don't sweat very easily. This is number three. It is, but I don't sweat very easily. So you can. So actually, let me just, okay. So you guys, these little things, these are 10 simple things. I mean, this isn't, we didn't go all, you know, universe on you here and talking about manifesting, um, like really digging into this because these are basic everyday things because I'm all about making this practical. And these are things, what matter what you believe in, um, like I said, this, I always say this is definitely not religion, right? This is just the energies that go out into the universe and how you feel about yourself and how in turn that will come back to you so let's see here on instagram change underscore yls says you have your life don't let sickness keep you down absolutely so really doing those checkups and making sure that you're healthy taking care of your body instead of sitting there eating i don't know a candy bar while you're sitting on the couch watching tv for four hours you know you got the floor that's all you need to get moving Hmm. right yeah that's true it is. I mean, I, I think, and even if, okay, and I will say this because everybody knows that I have been in the fitness industry and helping people from the inside out now for, I'm 47 and I've actually been doing this since I was 20. So um, 27 years. And even if you have some type of injury, um, if there's something, reason why you can't get up that easily or whatever, there is always some sort of exercise that you can do. We even had people on the show, uh, Maya, um, who was paralyzed, was from the waist down. Thoracic, yeah. Yeah, and she uh, has a, a dance place, yeah. right? She does wheelchair dancing. Yeah. It's absolutely right. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
she gets herself out and exercises every day, puts on shows. I mean, it's absolutely amazing, mm-hmm. you guys. So anyway, um, I wanted to talk to you guys about all that. I also wanted to remind everybody, I know I've got Instagram going here live. Um, if you don't follow me on Instagram yet and you are listening, please go to Kathleen underscore minor. That is spelled C-A-T-H-L-E-N-E underscore M-I-N-E-R. I'm telling you, some days I feel like I need to just make that name a little bit different because I always have to spell my name because my name is spelled differently. The first and the last name. You could be Kathleen, formerly known as... Kathleen. <laughs> Kathleen um, so Kathleen do you have Martin. anything else to add to our, our list or anything else to say to everybody? No, I think... Um I think you hit those Do 10 points. you think I covered it? Yeah, no, I think okay. there's some very uh, doable things on that list that people can get started and, and establish a good foundation, and then they can uh, keep building, right? I have to absolutely agree but with you. It's the hardest part is the first part, right? First days are the hardest days. Yeah, and I'll say really quick, and then we're about out of time, but um, I was listening to the Joe Lockett show. So those of you guys who follow Joe Lockett, he has a show in Alabama on the radio, and I believe he has a TV, he has a TV show as well. Um, and it's on, I believe it's at 5 o'clock their time, mm-hmm. right? Is it 5 o'clock their time Something that it's like that. on? Yeah. Because they're an hour behind us. Is it Birmingham? Birmingham, Birmingham? yeah. They love, the um, go- they love the governor there. Just kidding. Okay, I don't even I don't follow any of this people, so this is music I don't even know again. what he's saying. Um, so anyway, but he was talking about don't letting your don't let your dreams go, and um, that success does not have an expiration date. And if I had longer, I would talk about more about what he said, and we'll mention it next time. But he really, it was an awesome show. His shows are always awesome, but it was all about there's no expiration on a dream, and don't be afraid to take that swing when the pitch is thrown and don't be a dream jumper. And I love the way he said that. Like, don't be somebody who has this dream and then they jump off the wagon because people are criticizing them or say that they can't do it. Never, ever, ever give up on your dream. Um, So anyway, I hope you guys have an amazing night. Please go to KathleenMinor.com. Subscribe to the email letter. Um, That is because twice a week we will send you Manifesting Magic in Your Everyday Life. And it is some other little tip that you can do to start creating the life that you desire. If you are a lady, we do have a private Facebook group. Just go to my business page and um, you can find it from there. So I hope you guys have an amazing night. Thanks for joining us on WSOS 103.9 FM St. Augustine, 95.5 FM Ponte Vigionocity and from anywhere on stagustineradio.com. Thank you, Brendan, for being here. Thanks for having me. Yes, I have him. He's here. Are you bringing me home? Yeah, we gotta give me a ride home too. Yeah, that's why you had me on. You figured he had to get a ride home. <laughs> Okay. Nice to your chauffeur. I'm Uber. always nice to my chauffeur. Uber. Okay, you guys, I'll talk to you later. Be driving Bye. <laughs> Bye. Handbags has collaborated with the Moms and Business Association. If you are ready to grow your business and network with other women in your community, as well as give hope to women that have been through domestic violence and other detrimental situations, please contact me at KathleenMinor.com and you too can give hope.